brought to you by... For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Searchcast. Featuring search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search engine marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of the prior days happening in your world. The Daily Searchcast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, and search ask and other search engines join us now for this edition of search here's your hosts well that's right everybody it is tuesday february the 13th my name is darren babbitt of webmasterradio.fm and i am joined by none other than the man the most illustrious presence <laughs> in SEO that there is, Mr. Danny Oh, Sullivan. you make me laugh. Can you hear me laughing? <laughs> you laugh that How way? are you, Danny? Yes, I did. That's a quote from Airplane. Remember? Mm, yeah. We laughed, we laughed, we laughed. Have you ever laughed, laughed that way? And then that judge is all like <laughs> rock-faced, and he says, yes, yes, I have. Oh, we've got news. Yes, we do. We've got news. How about you? we got lots of stuff going on today. Darren, 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 mm-hmm. take me over mm-hmm. to the country of Belgium. Nay, but only across the channel from me. If I were to be able to get on the Eurostar, I could be there in three hours, but the news has come to me. And the news Damn. is that Google is a loser, with capital L, in the whole case against Belgium newspapers. But not so much of a loser For that kind of think. news, Danny, I would carry you on my back. What's that? With that kind of news, I would carry you on my back to get it. So uh, you might recall that last year a bunch of newspapers in Belgium didn't want to be listed in Google News. So rather than put up a robot's text file, they decided to go to court. They sued Google, and then Google didn't realize they were being sued. Well, they they got the notice that they were being sued in March. Um, but, you know, Google said, well, this is all written in, like, you know, not a language we understand or we don't know. We lost it or it was put in the wrong place or it was sent to Larry and he was busy. There was a shining object that confused them and he didn't notice that we were being sued. And anyway, a court case happened in September. Google never turns up and the court rules, Google, you have violated the copyright of these newspapers by including them in Google News Belgium and you shall pay a price if you don't drop them and you shall print on your homepage the entire ruling that I have shall writ here. And Google did. They had to put the whole thing on their homepage, this big ruling in the end. And they dropped 
all those papers, but they didn't just drop them out of Google News, if you recall. They dropped them out of Google News Belgium. They dropped them out of Google News Images. They dropped them out of Google News. They dropped them out of Google Belgium. They're gone, out, history. Wow. So the whole case has been rolling along. Google said, Judge, please, we didn't even know we were going to be in court. Could we, could we have another hearing? And they said, all right, we'll have another hearing. The other hearing has happened, and now the court has ruled after having another hearing, not an appeal, just a rehearing of the original case that, yeah, Google, you still violated copyright of these people, and therefore, here's what's going to happen. You're going to have to pay 25,000 euros, that's about $32,000, uh, per day uh, that you failed to drop them after the ruling happened. And now there's some squabble going on, because the group that was, that was representing these newspapers is, seems to be saying, well, we're, we still see ourselves in Google. And Google saying, well, you see yourselves in Google.com because the ruling was applied to Google Belgium, and we dropped you out of Google Belgium, as you know. So it may be that Google's liable for 140 days' worth of fines so far, which would be something like $4.4 million, which is a lot, but it's not anywhere but. near what a lot of people thought it might turn out to be. Or it could be that Google's going to be liable for, like, you know, $32,000, which, you know, Hell, I think that like, money fell know, out of uh, uh, Sergey Brin's pocket the last time he pulled out his change. Right. That's just part of the chef's salary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, now the big deal here is, at first I read this, and, the, and then Google also had to drop other people that were part of this suit within eight days if they're emailed to drop them. And first I read it like, wow, so basically the ruling is you have to email Google now if you don't want to be in Google News or in Google Belgium rather than just using robots text files. But actually it's not one of these precedent-setting type of things. It's just wow. specific to this particular case, at least from what Google tells me. So really, this hasn't slowed Google down at all in terms of indexing content in Belgium. It does mean that the idea of including these newspapers in Google News Belgium is still going nowhere. Um, the whole idea that the newspapers really wanted was Google to like pay them. Like, hey, how about you pay us so that you can li run links to our content and people can click on those links and come to us. And the Google lawyer that I talked to said, yeah, we ain't going to do that. <laughs> Except he said it in far more diplomatic terms. Um, we, we are not going to do that, I think he said. <laughs> Actually, I have the quote, but just paying for the privilege of showing snippets and links to their websites, we wouldn't do that. They might come up with some other mechanism to use some of the content, you know, maybe maybe reprint some pages or whatnot. So uh, it's, it's almost kind of stalemate. We'll see how it all flows out. We'll see what's going to go on with it from there. But um, it, it's almost kind of like, um, I can't think of the term I'm trying to well, think of. Well, I mean, they're arguing semantics at this point. Well, if, if, if the my, issue was opinion, they didn't want to be in Google, semantics. they could have done stayed out of Google, as I said, by just using a robot's text file. The issue was, let's try to pressure Google into carrying us and, and being paid to be in there because they think Google's cut all these deals to just list people in Google. The reality is Google hasn't done that. Google has reacted to some pressure from some people to say, all right, we're not going to pay you to just list you, but maybe we can strike another deal where we might reprint some of your material or maybe we'll do some other uses we wouldn't ordinarily do. Right. And if that makes this whole other lawsuit stuff go away, so be it. And so the Belgian papers kind of want to have that happen. The other thing I thought was interesting is apparently – they're both the Belgian papers apparently both upset at Google because they still see themselves listed as a Google.com, and then irritated that they were yanked out of Google b beyond what they were expecting to be yanked out right. of after the court ruling came along. 
because they right. thought, well, we would still be in Google.com. You just wouldn't show our cached pages anymore, and even though we didn't want to just use the mechanism to have prevented that in the first place. Boy, so Google like, just say, yeah, perch, you lost huh? all your traffic. You sued Google to get out of Google. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to work out some sympathy. But now, having said this, I've yet to get the story but, from the, the Belgian but, but paper Danny, side. Can you I've, I've called them like, twice, so hopefully I'll catch up with them later on today. And put it put put yourself in the Belgian shoes for just two minutes and say, when is the last time that you went and wrote, you know edited your robots.txt file and felt confident that they were actually going to follow that correct protocol? Crawl this that's acceptable, but not crawl that that is not acceptable. And believe it. I believe that all the time. I believe you can get glitches that come up, but the the number of people over the past you know ten or eleven years that are screaming and yelling that Google is not obeying its robots text file in comparison right. to the number of people who scream and yell that they aren't in Google. There's no comparison. When you do no, look that, at I agree. But I think I, I think on the flip side of the coin, there's a lot of people that are that are screaming, "I'm not in Google," but it's for a variety of other reasons other than, you know, um, not not having a robots.txt file. Well, I, I, th- I think, think the screaming, the and we'll get into this in the next thing. The screaming is simply more and more people are looking at Google <laughs> and they're saying, "You seem to be making a lot of money by pointing people at content you don't own, and we would like some of that money ourselves." And they focus on the money rather than the traffic and the after-the-fact type of thing. And Google's having to grow up, and the content owners are getting more wise to Google as this big traffic powerhouse. And you're going to see more of this stuff. There's more of this stuff of how can we cut some kind of a deal? How can we try to get more out of you rather than we just have to sit back and take whatever you push our way? I th- you know, that's, that's what I think is going to come off of it. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think it's this has long been one that's been a, a tad controversial, just in my little old Mary opinion. Well, it, do I sound it, Mary? The controversy isn't going away. But we'll come back because <laughs> we got to come back. But first, I get to stay Mary and gay. Just, just, just a quick, quick heads up that you know AOL used to have this singing fish service, singingfish.com, where you could search for video. Then they bought a company called Truvio. Then they revamped their um, video service, AOL Video, and now Singing Fish has just sort of gone away and been all rolled into AOL Video. So, you know, if you've been looking for Singing Fish, um, it's with the fishes now. It's part of AOL Video. Which takes me on over to some video stuff, bringing you back to Google. Now, you might recall that Viacom uh, said, hey, YouTube, you suck because everybody's putting our content up there and you have to take it all down and, and, and we don't like it anymore. So now Viacom's strategy is to bring up and improve the ability for people to grab video from all MTV-owned websites, put them on their own blogs, that sort of thing. So you won't need to go to YouTube. If you want to see Comedy Central or you want to see some of this other content out there, just you, you, you just come straight over to them. And that's interesting. I was talking with a reporter about this yesterday because it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. On the one hand, it makes sense that you should do that, offer it directly and make it so that people can get out there. On the downside, hey, guess what? MTV, you know, your bandwidth prices are about to go up, so I hope you got all that covered. Your hassle of putting all that stuff out is going to go up there as well, and you're not going to be able to tap into the greater YouTube community. So what we're going to be able to see now is, is it – 
is the content so valuable that everybody likes it so much that they share it on YouTube? Or is YouTube making the content valuable because there's a big community on YouTube and everybody's saying, you've got to check this out, water cooler style? Um, I think the truth is somewhere in between. So I think they should definitely have their own thing, but I suspect that people who are still going over to YouTube searching for stuff are going to get irritated that they can't find content from some of these other players as well. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Mm. Which takes me over to YouTube, mm. meaning the letter U-tube. You remember those, that company that that's a, it's it's Universal Tube or whatever, and their their URL is U the letter U Tube, and they were getting really irritated and um, because people were trying to come to them by mistake rather than finding YouTube. Yeah, indeed. So right, there's yeah. a lawsuit going on, and now um, YouTube, that is Y-O-U-Tube of Google, is saying, please dismiss this case. Um, they're just trying to make money off of the site traffic, and um, they're just trying to tap into us, and you know, the, the, just dismiss it. It doesn't count. So we'll okay. see what happens with it from there. Oh, my ass, it doesn't count. If those guys, the letter U-Tube could pull their referring logs from, you know, before and to present, I bet you they'd have a great argument. Well, they're going to have to argue that people were... They're going to have to argue that people who went to Y-O-U-T-U-B-E.com were trying to reach YouTube pipes. I don't think they're going to have much of an argument there. I I think you'd find people who may have ended up at YouTube who typed in the word YouTube, but it'll be so small I don't think it's going to go anywhere. But yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, come on. You know, the the, the real thing was YouTube should have been able to, um, you know, it, it, Google, you know, it, make it, Google it, make a decent offer to YouTube to buy the domain and then just put the whole lawsuit to bed. And 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 in my opinion, that would work like a charm. Right? Well, they like did that. though, but then apparently, um, it's like you know, they did. They offered to, to do come through your but, neighborhood, but it wasn't as much money apparently. So, well, that sucks. Anyway. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> YouTube has shut down a Gawker account. You know, the Gawker Media, they had clips. I don't quite get this. Apparently, Gawker would put up um, clips from other sites, but they would put their own pre-roll ads in there as well. And then they were saying, well, there's some free speech, or there, not free speech, but there's some fair use stuff in it for us to put some of these things that are there. Um, like if there was a clip from the Colbert Report and they wanted to talk about it. And, it, and you know, there's some reasonableness in that. If you're trying to talk about an article, you're able to quote small parts of an article, fair use. So if you're talking about a TV show, you should be able to quote small parts of a TV show in video. Um, but I guess doing that quote and then putting your own ads into the thing was a bit too much for YouTube. They got a bit scared and, and dropped the account. So, boom, there they are. Mm. Okay. Speaking of uh, things being banned, you know, occasionally sites get banned from Dig. And this always comes up. It's like, you know, you might not have anything to do with it, and you've got Dig out there telling people to put buttons all over your site to get your stuff submitted on Dig, and then suddenly, you know, the community decides that that site is spamming Dig, and so then you can't submit anything more from the thing. And as you know, space.com, that site about space, is really well known as a big, huge um, spammer. Um, well, I guess they are now, because somebody tried to submit an article from Space.com to dig, and they can't do it because it's been reported as uh, spammy. Oh, wow. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Dig founder Kevin Rose says, you know what, just a glitch, just a a mistake, (laughs) just an accident. See, they're just totally becoming like Google. They totally are. Well, uh, we didn't ban them, even though we did give you the same sort of response that would make you think they were banned. It was just a glitch. I mean, they were banned, 
but now they're not. But now they're not. <laughs> oh, when do we get Dig Guy and we just get it over with? Uh, meanwhile, NetBuys, which is that popular uh, start page a lot of people are using where you can put all sorts of widgets all over it, they want to start making it possible for people to put those widgets all over their pages all over the place, which kicked off this whole thing of people saying, whoa, maybe there's one too many widgets. One of those people being Jeremy Zawadny uh, over at Yahoo who's saying, look, you know, the only kind of widgets I got up on my blog right now are um, the My Blog widget, which then, of course, got some people pointing at Jeremy saying, well, just because that's Yahoo's widget doesn't mean you should only be able to use it. But still, you know it's kind of getting confusing. There's a lot of stuff that's out there. And I find it ironic because yesterday I was messing around with you know, search engine land, and I, I caved in and I put it so that the dig buttons do show up in a more visual style now on all the pages. And I put in the delicious button as well to make them a little more prominent because, you know. I'm Which gonna, is you know, better. I mean, it, that encourages, you know, that, that you know, cross-pollination of, of those who find what you're doing interesting. Well, I, that's I'm, it. But, I'm you know, there's so that. much. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm going, well, do I put in dig? Well, should I add Reddit? Well, I would like to have a stumble upon mm. thing. And then you want to have Google bookmark. And that's just the bookmarking stuff. That's not even getting your feed icons in there. Right. So, I don't but know. I, I just think that it, I think that there's a nice, simple new nav that that you could prepare that you know would encompass all these. Put them in a well, there are a number video. of services like this um, where you can get one little thing that will let you um, have a whole bunch of uh, uh, links all come at once or drop down things or whatever. But like with the dig button, it's not as good. Like with FeedBurner, if you use their feed flares, I can have a text link that will actually change and tell you how many digs have happened and stuff like that. But it's still, in my mind, better that if I actually had a story hitting dig and it's gotten some digs, to have the actual dig button there so that you can just click and dig right then and there without even leaving my article. You know, that, if I can pick up a few extra digs that way, then in that case it makes sense to, to kind of add it. So, But, you know, you start having so much of this eye candy or widget candy out there, it could be too much. Anyway, speaking of social search, Spruce. A new social search engine that is out there, social in the sense that I gather you can search and then um, you can vote on stories. And, Does it have um, candy? I did a search, did a typical search over there, came away pretty much unimpressed with the results that came up. They weren't all socialized to begin with. Um, and I'm looking at it even further, and I'm becoming even less impressed. But, you know, check it out. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll think Spruce, S-P-R-O-O-S-E is hot, and it should be going. We'll see how it goes. Speaking of startups, very interesting thing here, Darren. Oh, Darren, Darren. Yeah. Let's take a break. Gonna let's take a break now, and we'll get back into this because I got just a whole bunch of more stuff with it from there. So perfect, uh, perfect. We'll do Let that, do and we'll that. come right back. All right, folks, you, you you guys stay tuned to your iPods and your live streams. We will be right back right after this quick commercial break. We'll be back after this short break. Stay tuned. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. 
Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. Webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to the Daily Search Cast. Here's your host, search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. That's right, folks. We are back. It is Tuesday, February the 13th. And, of course, I am on dry land and not having to fight with widgets. I am a happy camper. (laughs) (laughs) And at the helm of today's news ship, plowing full steam ahead, is our captain, Mon Captain. (laughs) Well, we are plowing along. So uh, this came off of VentureBeat, a uh, new search startup. This is called, I think you would pronounce it, Cuell, C-U-I-L-L. Um, already now I'm like thinking, bad idea, because if I can't even figure out how to pronounce it, much less spell it, you're in trouble. Um, two Google people and two Stanford people. Uh, one of them is Anna Patterson, who is at Stanford, now is at Google, and they're raising a VC round for the company. And you're like, you're working at Google you're still working at Google. I mean, she's still working at Google. What, why are you doing a separate search engine? I mean, I know why you're doing it, but shouldn't you quit Google before you do it? They're raising VC money, and apparently they can crawl the web at a tenth the cost that Google can, which then again makes you think, well, if you're a Google employee and you know you can do that, shouldn't you be, like, telling Google? Anyway, um, uh, maybe it'll be an interesting thing where you actually get – normally you get some Google employees end up working at Google because they come up with an idea, then they start a little bit of a company that doesn't really have any income coming into it, but Google buys the company as a way to get the people. So maybe they'll find a way to buy somebody who is even already working for Google. Wow. If that sounds like hype, we talked yesterday about PowerSet, which is a natural language search engine that is attracting some hype in some quarters. Um, they raised $12.5 million in cash last year, and they're going after an even larger round to get more money off of it, uh, to get more money out there. And uh, then you had this video that came up. Oh, so then you had this video that comes out that um, – that, um, who was mentioning it? was uh, TechCrunch was talking about this video that was out there, which in turn jumps over to Valleywag, which features somebody who's being interviewed about PowerSet at some big party that they had. And I just have to read through it. PowerSet's going to transform the search industry. Uncertain pause, says one person in the video. I was told to say this. Uh, and then, uh, how is it going to be more like a person? Do you know how this is going to work? No, I don't really know. And then there was, um, I don't know, it just sounds like more hype. So we'll see how it goes with it from there. Bit of it worried. <sighs> Another search startup, kind of weird, is Search Mash, which is you know Google's mm. experimental search engine that they have out there, and they've yeah. added a new feature out there. So if you are using it and you do a search, they'll expand the um, image search results that will be coming up like it from there. So uh, you can check that out and play with it a little bit more if you want to from that. Darren, I have to mm. cough. 
<coughs> okay, now I'm done coughing. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> Just needed to do that and save my life, but now it's saved. There we go. Uh, talked before that Google sometimes does malware warnings, like, you know, they think your site might be harmful to searchers and somebody trying to click on it. Um, and you go, try to go to that site, you get this page saying, whoa, hang on there. This site might be harmful to you. You sure you want to go there? And if so, copy and paint your way in, and then you can go do it. Now, in the search results, they seem to be adding a new thing. Uh, right underneath the link to the site is another link that says, this site may harm your computer. Interestingly, if you do a search for Microsoft, you get that link as well. No, just joking. Uh, Max will make me say that. Can I just rant, by the way? Because if I have well, to see that stupid Mac PC ad one more time, I'm going to puke. Did I, did I rant oh, about this already? Oh, I can't, but come on. That, that's I, I can't a, I take those two people anymore. They're all over the web. And can I just say, I, well, I'm just going to say it anyways. I will say it. I'm not a Mac person. I've declared that many times. But the last thing you're going to do... Apple to make me want to use a Mac is to have an ad with somebody there who's mocking me. I had to see this. I went to the movies, right? See Charlotte's Web, and I had to see not just the two people there, but now the two British versions of the people. Mocking you. Mocking me. And I'm like, you know what? Talk to me like an intelligent person and explain to me why I use a PC and a Mac would be better, not because, oh, it would be so cool. It would be like, oh, anyway. Rant over. Sorry, go on. No, no, right. no, hey, the, uh, the the one where they, the the, uh, the he has these guys that are taping the camera to his head, the peripherals. I haven't seen it. Oh my God! When you see it, Aunt, uh, Danny, you, you will so get more offended. Don't don't want to be mad. Don't want to okay. don't want to be don't want don't don't. Yeah, He's not going there right now. So. <laughs> Just to come back to it. Now, um, another thing over here, this is a change over Google Maps. Uh, there's a way that if you own your own, if, if, you, if you're a local person and you're in Google, if you're in Google Local and you're listed there, you can claim your listing. What you do is you fill out a form. Google sends a postcard to you. I know what it looks like because it's sitting here on my desk. And you get this postcard that says, greetings from Google Local. Um, here's how to activate your listing because they've sent it to the address that was registered, so they assume you must be you, and you verify your listing, and then you have control to change that listing however you want. Well, now what Google's doing is saying, hey, even if you don't control some of these listings, they're unverified listings, you can report if some of the information is incorrect, like the phone number changed or the business information is incorrect or such like that. So there's ways for you to kind of, kind of influence those listing results as well. Now, talking of hype, there were a couple of different things uh, that came out where you're supposed to be able to hum songs into one service is called Madomi, and the other one's called Humming Search from Nao. Uh, the idea is, you know, you come along here, there's a song you've been thinking of, you can't remember what that song is, so you hum a few notes and it'll tell you. Uh, Phil Bradley went and actually played with a couple of these as well. Um, humming Search disappointed him. He was humming. <laughs> he said he was, uh, oh, i got to get the code. I hummed, I sang, I da 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 till I was blue in the face. I even got songs from my collection, played them, and put the microphone next to the speakers. And in the end, I even said the song is and named the piece. All to no avail. Humming search would listen intently, go off, and then nothing. And then Madomi, he tried. He said that was more successful if you count just getting results as a success. He's really in rare form. He's got this quote. In that case, I'd have to say a search engine was successful if it gave me results about civil engineering when I ran a search on cat breeding. So <laughs> they sound like good ideas. He certainly came away unimpressed that they actually work, which is a bit sad because they kind of needed they did. 
Fast Search is partnered up with Infospace. They're going to be doing a partnership to get Infospace has a bunch of deals with uh, wireless carriers. Fast Search does a lot of crawling of the web for mobile devices and stuff like that. So they're going to go out there and partner up together to try to come up with uh, mobile search that can be distributed out there as well. Mobile search, it's heating up, Darren. Like it. Well, uh, the dot mobies were going for an astounding rate at the auction out here on the East Coast. Yeah, I so bet they were. I'm, 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 I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, yeah, we that came up. We did the mobile search thing, and people were asking the search engines, "Is dot mobi important?" And they're like, "Uh, no," but <laughs> buy them anyway, and make sure you get the hyphenated domains as well. <laughs> I think well, the more hyphens you have well, in your domain name, the more valuable well, it is. I read that way. Flowers that Moby went for a quarter of a million bucks. Uh, Makes you wonder. Well, you know, it could be wrong. You know, maybe Makes it's you wonder. Older. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, more power to Monty if he's making something off of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, word tracker. You know them. You use them. They have that database to give you information from, you know, what people are searching for, that they pull in some of the, from the data from, IS, from ISPs and others. Now yep. they have finally – they're based out of the U.K., by the way. They're based like two miles from where I used to live in London. Now they have rolled out a U.K. version. So if you've been desperate for uh, U.K. content uh, for what people are searching for to do your research, you can get that off of Word Tracker U.K. and, and check that out. And then uh, just a couple of things, and then uh, we're, we're, we're out of here. We're right out of here. Uh, Google Operating System talks about how, if you want to see how the Google Home Gmail homepages have changed over time, uh, there's a way to just kind of change some of the, the last characters at a URL at Google, and it'll it'll show you all the different things that have happened out there and what they've been doing, kind of promotions and stuff like that. I thought it was kind of interesting. Maybe you don't care, but you know, it only took me like 30 seconds. So there we are. Eric Ward yesterday in uh, his search link column at Search Engine Land talked about link building secrets, and his secret is, okay, kind of a cop-out. There is no secret. Well, his secret is that no particular secret link tactic is going to work for every single site and that's out there. And how you promote a site, how you build links for one particular site um, may have to be completely different for somebody else. So he, Take away he's those saying don't, don't follow a, a given formula, just do your own thing. Exactly. You know, he's really in on stressing that every site has its own profile. It's kind of like if you think every site is a person, you, you wear different clothes, you have different styles, and you've got to think about that. Over at uh, Search Engine Journal, Lauren Baker has put together just this big, honking, huge, giant guide to link buying, directories, ads, and reviews. So if you want to get listed in a bunch of directories, here are places to go and how to get out there, who's buying everybody from Yahoo down to uh, Go Guides and Best of the Web. If you want to uh, broker links, text link ads, text link brokers, link ad age, contextual links, and so on down the line where you can buy links from people like that. And then there's the paid review services, pay-per-post, review me, sponsor reviews, and blogger ties. So places to go out there if you want to go be buying some of this stuff with it from that. Uh, two last, three last things. These are all funny things, and then you can go off and enjoy a merry, happy rest of your day, morning, or end of your night, or drive home, or jog, or however it is you're listening to the show. We're so glad you're listening. And, by the way, dailysearchcast.com, you can find links to everything I have talked about today. You can even vote for the show and try to move it up on Dig. Thanks to everybody. We are well into 100 Dig's territory, 108. 
So uh, we are going to be coming up. We're like number two in the business category at Dig now. Uh, we'll soon, I think, be able to go over the top number one, which will rock. Uh, tragically, there's a long way to go to actually get on the top type of things. Well, 159, that's the top thing in business, most popular podcast in business category. It's really sad we can't also be cross-listed in tech just yet, because if we could, we'd be like on page four over there, which is pretty good. But I appreciate all those digs that everybody's been doing, so that's nice. Uh, SEO Refugee has come in with a list of things to tell you that you might be an SEO, which I swear has been done already. But all right, I'll give them a little bit of laugh. Uh, you know you're an SEO if you refer to pregnancy as having one in the sandbox. Okay. Nice. You judge a child's book report by its linkability. Uh, you hear uh, someone lives in a bad neighborhood and makes a mental note never to link to them. All right, that was kind of funny. That was kind of funny. Um, you've debated to whether whether your significant other or Google's algorithm is easier to understand. Uh, you use a viral marketing campaign to propose to your girlfriend. All right. Now, there we go. Now we know. Brand. Yeah, exactly. They got a, got a funny one off of that. Um, over at uh, Search Engine Roundtable, Barry talks about how Google's I'm Feeling Lucky button might be changed to be Wikipedia result. <laughs> I thought that was funny. For those who are not aware, the I'm feeling button, I'm the the I'm feeling lucky button that practically no one uses on Google um, takes you to the first result um, in the Google search listings. And since Wikipedia has grown and grown and grown, it tends to be like the number one result for so many different things. The idea is, well, let's just stop calling I'm feeling lucky and call it what it is. Take me to Wikipedia and get it over with. So uh, yeah, maybe that'll happen. And tomorrow, Darren, Valentine's Day, right? You all set? You got everything organized? Cocked, locked, and ready to rock. All right, because, you know, Brandy coming after you. You know it. You know it, because she can kick you. I'm telling you. She could take yes. you. She could yes, take you and me can. both. If, if we had done that sumo wrestling and it was you and me against Brandy, oh, I think she would have knocked us both down. She would have taken us both down, man. Absolutely. Like, it would have been a bad scene. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, this is a... Are you sad? I, I got a little Valentine's love triangle thing going on here to talk about. And this is the idea that if you go over to Google and you search for Yahoo.com, you get an ad from Ask.com coming up. Pretty weird. We've had search engines advertise on other search engines to get traffic. That's not unusual. In fact, just earlier this year, uh, live... Microsoft Live was advertising on Google, you know, saying, hey, come on over, come on, check us out. But this was the first one, new one on me and Barry. Someone else has commented that they've seen it since September, but still, you know, let's give it some attention. Buying an ad on one search engine for the name of another search engine to drive them to a third search engine, it's making my head spin. I don't know whether to be applauding it or be appalled, but I'll just talk about it today and leave it at that. That's funny. So there you, uh, there you are. You guys can uh, check it out and uh, see how it goes. And uh, that's it. That's, that's, that's the it. news, Darren. We'll be that's back tomorrow. That's the news. Fantastic. Well, Danny, it was Fantastic. wonderful. Fantastic. Being back on the air with you. Big Jake says hello. Yeah, we and tell Big Jake it'd be nice if he actually answered my email because, first of all, I don't even know what his email address is anymore. And secondly, oh. I'm trying to get him to go to the you know, show and get it all confirmed and everything. Uh, I, I will definitely pay him for you. He he came down. We took him sailing down to the Keys, and it was an adventure of a lifetime. The boy will never want to go winter sailing again. But a good time was had by all. I will pass him your message. For those of you who are tuned in and wondering what the hell, don't worry about it. It's just a little banter. <laughs> Folks, 
looking the end to of see the show. You, you know, you yeah, roll right. out a we're, little tiny bit of banter at the end. A little tiny bit. Folks, we're going to see you guys right here tomorrow again for some more bleeding edge search engine news right here on the daily search cast see you tomorrow folks the daily search cast is produced and sponsored by webmasterradio.fm the destination for education and entertainment looking to boost your competitive edge your bottom line network with your peers then stay tuned into webmasterradio.fm where you can listen live or in podcast format to our award-winning exclusive radio shows hosted by the most respected names in the internet world. Friday, February 16th at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Join us for another great webmasterradio.fm town hall meeting featuring genieknows.com hosted by Miss Wright, Sarah McKay. That's the genieknows.com town hall meeting. Friday, February 16th at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Webmaster Radio FM, putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log in now.